Socially Good Media brings together the worlds of comedy and marketing to present The Marketing Brainstorm. Open your ears, hearts and minds as we have just 30 minutes to create a marketing mix for whatever challenge is thrown our way. topic this week that I bring to the table as the marketing challenge um, and it is how do we get people to be more kind online mm. so I'm talking about um, the attitude that people have with each other how argumentative people are the element of trolling but then people just having negative attitudes online and kind of been a little bit of a dick to each other you see I'd argue that the majority of people are kind to each other online I would I argue think, the opposite. I think that you get to see people be less kind online because you don't really notice when they are being kind. I think the majority of people are kind to each other. However, I think people are less kind to each other online than they are in real life. Yes. Although I would like to say that it's really refreshing when you see um, two people have a disagreement, but then they both agree to disagree and they kind of wrap up their own arguments. Sometimes. Unless one of them's wrong. Mm. <laughs> I mean, it's a I lot don't of like time. that. I hate that when they all let's oh, we've just got different opinions, haven't we? No, you've got a wrong opinion, and this other person's got a right opinion. I don't think that your reference point was one of Ian's discourses <laughs> online, there, was it? I feel like Ian's one of the problems here. <laughs> can, can I ask a qualifying question on this, please? What do we think are the issues that manifest online that done offline? So, why isn't the question how can we just help? get people to be more kind. What what do you think the specific online issues are? Well, we know that... Because people are less kind to each yeah, other online, I think. Pe- yeah, people don't really have the barrier of um, confrontation online because you can literally just send a comment and never look at it ever again and say whatever you want. And I'm not just talking about people actually being full-on, like, knobheads. They're, like, people who make snarky comments that they don't realise that they might be being more blunt than they usually would be or they're just being... Yeah, abrupt. They might not realise actually that that could be quite upsetting, or the wording of it, or how it could be misconstrued. So there's different levels of it, I think. People need to learn to use emojis better. Yeah. So, like when you make a snide comment, you need to always make sure you put a winky after it. No. A winky is in a winky face, not worse. a winky is in a picture of your winky. Don't do that. <laughs> not online. That. That's part of the problem, I think. <laughs> that's, a, that's a different topic. <laughs> Hang on. So you don't? You're not a fan of the winky? I'm not a fan of the winky or the laughing, crying face. It's the most snarky and um, patronising emoji I've ever seen in my entire life. Honestly, I think we're just going to have to disagree. <laughs> agree to disagree. Yeah. But if you if you make a comment and you put two laughing, crying faces after it, that is the most sarcastic. It's almost like I've been a knob, and I know I've been a knob, and I'm laughing at myself being a knob. But I'm putting a laughing, crying face, so it's a jerk. It's basically gaslighting. I I, I have never used <laughs> the crying nice. laughter emoji, right? Because Good. I've never seen it used in an appropriate way. The way I've seen it used is when somebody makes a rubbish joke and then puts the crying laughter. Yeah. It's a bit like your own canned laughter. So I think the winky face is used in the same way. It's either sleazy, weird, or just trying to cover your own back. Uh, no. But it wasn't, I don't think it was meant like that though, was it? Has it just become that because that's how people have used it? Well, it's a winky. And what we're saying is we need more emojis. Because it's got a little smile, that little Oh, see, smile. I use it quite a lot right, online when I've said something that's harsh and I want them to know that that's not what I really think. Oh, I use the cringe face. Right. When, I, when I, I use the cringe face quite a bit. When I first started using like the winking one or something like that, by mistake I used to use the winking one with the tongue out and it just made everything really sleazy. 
It was like it was like like I was a granddad trying to use emojis for the first time. It was just Uh, like, look at me on my 16th birthday party. (laughs) You look lovely. Winky face (laughs) sung out. So, so, so the first thing then that we've thought of is that we need more emojis. Yeah, we need really subtle. (laughs) But then those emojis will become snarky as well. Familiarity breeds contempt. The the dickheads that we're talking about online start using them. Yeah. I think generally, and I'm certainly not the first person to say this, it's widely accepted that people will get angry and say the worst things that they would never say to somebody else's. Is, I mean, we're talking about social media, of course, here, but is it giving people that opportunity to just simply say what they're thinking? I think a lot of people... I know we're saying that's what we shouldn't be doing. I think there's... Yeah, I, I think... Well, there's a, I, don't, I think we've discussed this in the past, potentially. There's, a, there's actually another podcast um, called uh, Conversations with People Who Hate Me. And I think it's... I can't remember. We'll have to credit it. We'll put it in the show notes. But... Um, they essentially talk to people who, um, they get two people to talk over the phone who have sent nasty comments to each other or have or have opposing opinions. And they actually have had celebrities on the show and they find someone saying a nasty comment about that celebrity. Essentially, people don't really know why they make the comments that they do. They just do in the moment. Um, and quite a lot of the time after talking to the person that they were angry at or the, the opinion that they didn't agree with, um, they kind of change their mind, not about the opinion, but about how they acted. Um, so I think once you're confronted with the fact that you're being not kind, um, you agree that you weren't, and you would probably correct your behaviour knowing that there's someone else on the other side. Okay. So how do we get people... I don't really go on... I don't really, I'm more of a voyeur on Facebook now, really. I don't really you po- used post to, You used on. to post a lot I used to post a lot of rants. Now, the only time I ever post, really, is just to um, call one of my friend's dad's mates an arsehole or something like that. <laughs> So how do we get Ian to be kinder online? I well, guess is the question. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, you did used to run quite a lot. I did used to run quite a lot. It was mainly just about having a go at HP. Hewlett Packard. Right. Oh, you'd be in good company with um, with Sally, who she rants at HP. Sally is John's wife. In, in a major way. And she always uh, tags their CEO, Tim HP. <laughs> Tim HP. Into <laughs> every... <laughs> Every vicious tweet that she puts out there, but they have been absolutely awful. I don't think I can get sued for saying that. Our experience has been awful. But I think that um, part of the, the the issue with this is what we're struggling with is how do we actually do this? Are we talking about product development? Are we talking about a campaign? What could we do that would get people to be more kind online? This is a really tough one, isn't it? Well, I mean, because you've got things like the products, like, you know, creating a new breed of not a new not a new breed a new set of like um like nice emojis that encourage people to be nice or whatever or you've got but actually what you're talking about is getting people to not be arseholes well lots of people there's yeah, lot, lots of people well the, the thing is is that facebook and instagram i think are very well say facebook and instagram facebook the company who owns instagram have become very aware that people are quite nasty online Um, And we've had conversations with young people about how Instagram is known as the bully platform. And young people generally are very aware that they could get bullied on Instagram and it's seen as a negative space to be. Um, But Instagram has actually implemented a new um, system where if you comment and they're 
I'm assuming it's their algorithm. Something picks up that it's actually got a nasty turn to the comment if you're commenting something mean. And it actually asks you if you really want to send that before you send oh, it. Oh, wow. And I'm not sure if it's completely rolled out yet, but people have taken... I've seen screenshots of it because um, it's not perfect yet because some people generally take screenshots when they haven't said anything nasty in a comment or they're, or they're doing kind of a sarcastic, friendly comment. Um, and it'll ask you them mean they've got a nice winky at the end? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and it, yeah, the language that people use, like swear words, I think sometimes it just picks it up. But... Um, yeah, Instagram will ask you if you really want to send that comment sometimes, which I think is quite good because it does make you think, well, wait, I'm actually being, am I being mean here? So is that something that, mm. or is that censorship? Can't you get apps as well that will stop you from sending, posting anything on social media or sending texts after a certain time or something? Because if you know that you get really drunk and then just start sending <laughs> videos of Mariah Carey to all your friends or something like that, then that's one of, so my, we, one of saying, my friends used to do that. Um, then, 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 like you can get certain apps that will stop you from doing that. So we're saying that we limit people specific, like it really rather was than banning friend. people, we have like a three strike system. Whereas if the algorithms pick up that you've when at a specific times you tend to send drunk, horrible I'm, messages. I'm pretty sure that there are apps. But people were saying, oh, if only it could be breathalyzed before I could send a message out <laughs> yeah. to it. But I'm pretty sure there are apps where you have to do a certain amount of like mental arithmetic challenge before, before you, you can, can actually. <laughs> send a message <laughs> to, to somebody else like that um, my well. alarm clock when I wake up in the morning makes me do three really hard math sums before it turns off so I have to wake up so you could implement that for drunk whoa. people whoa what's really hard well it's like three big numbers that you have to put together but I'm not very good at math so you can make it really difficult if you want in the settings but it's about medium for me yeah it's just some like, like NASA formula horrific. it's just it's like horrible. you're I'm not going to stop beeping at you <laughs> yeah. until you have solved this math problem have... that has confused scientists around the world for years <laughs> There's that, it's 30 seconds I think you have to answer them otherwise, well, otherwise the alarm stops no 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 the alarm doesn't stop it gets louder and you oh, can't God. <laughs> it's the best app ever though if you so, so then, so then it gets to the point where you can't even concentrate on math problems. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, too yeah, yeah. Because you what? can, you can have, you have one. Can you, can you stop it? Can you, you just can say, look, I'm, I'm in the shower, mate. No, I'm, no. I'm up. So you set the parameters of your app, so you can tell it that you are allowed to snooze. But if you don't allow yourself to snooze, it literally goes by the rules that you set the night before or whenever you set that alarm, and it won't let you do anything in the morning. It's well, for people who what can't. What if you can't it. figure it out? Um. I think it, so if you, you get it wrong, I think this, is this why you're never in before 10 a.m.? Because <laughs> just do maths. <laughs> she her alarm goes off at half four. <laughs> for hours. Just trying, just trying to do maths. I'm definitely buying you a calculator <laughs> for Christmas. Secret yeah. Santa. Um, She's got about six phones as well because her previous five are still going off. The alarms. <laughs> just had to hide them in just a towel buried drawer. Buried them. Buried them in the garden. Okay, so we're starting to work towards a product now, which is based on one's premise that people cannot be trusted with their own behaviours. Mm. What we need to do is, I, well, I don't know. I don't think I put unkind things online. I just put them in my mind and think them and just know? build up my internal bitterness rather than sharing <laughs> my true colours with the rest of humanity. Just put it deep down, John, deep down. I think um, the other thing as well, um, so I think people, I would tend to comment on things if I was going to comment on things when someone's being so like ignorant or bigoted and I feel like and no one else is standing up to them and I'm like, I'm going to be the white mm. knight here. But I've stopped doing it because I actually have a friend who I speak to on Discord, which is the gaming messaging um, server thing, I can't remember, app, channel, whatever it's called. But um, we both um, have, are on Twitter and we both follow really similar people. And we actually, um, whenever we see a tweet that's just really frustrating or someone with like a really bad attitude, we'll share the tweet with each other and then rant about it and then 
it's private and we both kind of have this like little yeah air out of this frustrating person and then it's done so potentially within this device you have a hate friend <laughs> who you can rant to who you have similar Vent. venting <clears throat> but not to make this even more of a difficult challenge um I mean, that again is a product that's about stopping you from being so confrontational online. Mm. It's not necessarily the same True, as yeah. being unkind. That's technically being a bitch. <laughs> yeah, but if, as you say, you vehemently disagree with something, whether that's a political or a, let's say they've done some form of ism, mm-hmm. and you and you think that there's, I mean, what we're actually there encouraging is censorship of a different sense and that mm. we can't stand up to people. So that's not necessarily the same thing. But it probably does mean that there's less arguments on online. Well, this is the thing. So it's, I guess it's people training people to not to be kind as in you don't confront people. I think you're right that it's to make people less confrontational and make people kind of like find a different outlet for that. Um, because it's the same thing. You're typing your opinion to someone, but it's not the person that is aimed at. It's more just having that venting thing but I mean at the same time the censorship thing um, there is a like people should have free choice I think but there is an element where people can't so you know the whole breathalyzer thing where people can't be trusted to use their own phones kind of thing is that censorship if you make people um, kind of control themselves but they're like in a different way of controlling them Mm. Um, but interestingly, another thing that I actually saw in the news this morning, don't know, I didn't read the article, I just saw the headline, which is another problem with people online, I think. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the government is considering stopping um, people uh, being able to snack on public transport because of obesity um, or something like wow. that. So to stop people snacking, like smirking in public places. It might be in public, snacking in public. I like the idea of the government is considering something being a story because it's a complete non-story it's just we're considering it <laughs> yeah, it doesn't mean yeah, we're doing it no. but then what that does is it creates the online debate yeah, absolutely. so it's a good way of getting the research mm-hmm. out added to that I think that what I like is the idea of complete freedom of speech so long as those people agree with me on absolutely everything well it's the thing it's about freedom they, of speech it's when they don't agree with me I'm quite happy in my echo chamber <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, I think a lot of people are. I think freedom of speech, the problem with freedom of speech, though, is when you get to that, is that people say, what's freedom of speech, I can say what I want, often is a comeback when someone has argued with them and said, well, I disagree with your opinion. And then the freedom of speech is used as like, well, I can say whatever I want. And I think with freedom of speech, we need to also know that people have the freedom to argue back. Um, and it's... But you've got to live with the consequences of that. Yeah, exactly. You, yeah. Can, you can say whatever you want, but you've got to live with the consequences uh-huh. of that. And also, you can't just claim freedom of speech when it's, what you're saying is untrue. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Or if it's inciting hatred. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And I think that is actually the law yeah. and, and so on as well. So... So how do we stop it? Well, it's the consequences, I think. I think what... Your freedoms it, can only be as wide as... Um, as that they don't impinge on someone else's freedoms. Like personal space. Yeah. You can, cr- you can spread your legs and whatever you want on a bus as long as you're not like... Rubbing yeah. your leg on someone else? You're not allowed to have sex on a bus. <laughs> okay, okay, clear that up. <laughs> so we need to think about place, which is one of the four P's of the marketing mix. We keep using social media and online interchangeably. Where do we need to concentrate our efforts, whether we're creating a product or a campaign that's going to encourage people to be more kind? 
Well, I mean, the obvious point is you you, you, you advertise your campaign or do your campaign where your audience is, which is social media. But then at the moment, I mean, I'm not saying that you're wrong there. I think you're absolutely right. But, um, but the thing with that is you've got already got loads and loads. I see loads and loads of posts about people saying to be, be more kind to each other and things like that. I mean, I generally just flip past them and think like, yeah, whatever, I saw. Would you get... I don't really. But, I, but you is do... that what the campaign is? What? Just person asking people to be kind. Well, I don't know, but you already see loads of stuff like that. And I'm not saying that the the campaign would just be, um, you know, know, posts just saying, oh, be more kind to each other. But (laughs) that'd be pretty dull. But um, but yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah, it's a very difficult one. So do we turn it around and do we focus our attention on the negative behaviour? There is potential that if Instagram has the technology to be able to track like the words that people are using to warn people you're sure you want to send that comment surely phones could have that as well and potentially having um, a tracker of how how mean you've been <laughs> online yeah. um, mm. and basically and that can then be it won't necessarily be publicly shared but you get rewarded for being nice kind of like Pavlov's dog nice. nice. I like this yeah. Yeah. and also you could like generally tackle negativity because some mm. people are just negative all of and the time and they forget it. that that's yeah. The way that they're portraying I mean, you, you, themselves like, to the you, rest you're of the obviously, world. Again, like with many of these things, you you then you're not targeting people who are just generally just horrible people. But for like people who just forget that they're not being nice for a while, they'll post something up because um, I don't know. They, they, you know, they just do every now and then. Then that's a really good thing. Maybe it like stops you from using your phone for a bit. Well, I know. Well, exactly. It might stop people so you've from using. Got carrot using and stick phone. incentives. <laughs> of like, you know, like you, you've you've only been alcoholic like, carrot and stick. You've, yeah, <laughs> you've only been like thirty percent nice this week. So with stopping your phone usage, you can only use it thirty percent of the time that you did last week. I think that there's an. I think there's people who are just outright nasty. Yeah. And they know that they're being nasty. But I'm talking about people, like when I'm thinking about people being more kind, I'm not saying that everyone has to be like, Ian, I love your hair yeah, today. Let's not like, be oh, fake or unrealistic. Like, yeah, exactly, where That's everything's very much, I think that deserves nice. a winky face after it. Definitely. Right. Winky <laughs> face and the crying emoji. Yeah, yeah. You're going to really like your hair this week. Winky face, crying emoji. <laughs> crying emoji. <laughs> not crying laughing. <laughs> Just weeping about what you've, what you've had to force yourself to say. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that the, uh, the 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 point is people, like I said, not being super nice to each other or trying to target people who are like absolutely nasty and they know they are. It's more people, do you know who people comment on newspaper articles when they're like, bloody council, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. They don't realise they're actually being negative when they could be more constructive and actually give constructive feedback. And it's getting those like smart, like, uh, I don't know what you call them, trackers, but mm. getting the eye to know when something is negative and you can make it not just kind and not kind. You can actually get, you were construct, you had a, you had five constructive conversations this week, which is more than you did last week when you were actually more negative. Mm. I think that awareness generally is a big modifier of mm. behaviour. We've seen that with, like, counting how many steps you do, how many calories you've had and so forth. And that, once you become aware of that, that you, and you have a desire to want to change that and move towards a positive person you want to be, that's a really big step. And that is a different from a campaign, as you say, about be more kind and mm. kind of so we know that as well but sometimes you find it fun to be negative you've got you're using it as a release there's all kind of reasons for it so i really like that idea mm-hmm. also i think sort of a campaign to get people you know like people who go on a post and say bloody council or whatever or just like someone off something like that don't bite back just ignore them 
ignore them, move on, or say something nice to them, or whatever. And just like children, when you ignore them, the bad behaviour or whatever, when it's mildly bad, then they'll stop doing it, because they're only doing it for a bite. Also, if you do a negative comment, you say... If you've done something negative and you post it, you're ignored for 30 seconds. So you're not being censored. Or Whoa. not 30 seconds, or like five minutes. So you have been ignored. And the more negative you are, um, the, it basically you get ignored by people. Yeah. Or is it, I say ignored, I mean your comment doesn't show for... How are we going to decide? I've got an idea how we can do this. So mm-hmm. do you know the, the betting adverts that you get at the moment where... You see, and they're about to place the bet, and then it's like um, stop when the fun stops or something yeah. like that as well. So just as you're about to post when something, the fun stops, thank you. When the fun stops, stops, then Ray Winston just appears and just goes, "Here, you show you want to post that. Makes you look like a bit of a muppet, don't it? <laughs> or at least put a winky face on so that you know you're kidding, <laughs> something like that." Um, I would also like to say that Facebook. Um, so just in this, um, ignoring and don't and. Whatever, but there is an element of censorship actually on Facebook comments, and I don't know if anyone's noticed it. But I specifically notice it because I run like social media campaigns in my in my job, um, and some of the posts that I do tend to be sometimes can be divisive. Not on purpose; it's just the topic might be divisive. And actually, when people are being negative or swear, um, you your comments are now filtered by most relevant, mm-hmm. um, uh, most recent, and then all comments. And if you click on all comments or whatever that title is you can see them all but generally Facebook will now hide tags when someone you don't know has been tagged and also um, unhelpful comments or you, or comments that aren't necessarily relevant and which tend to be the negative ones um, so there is an element of censorship but it's available to see so is there a potential that we could get people to ignore as in Facebook ignores and it blanks it out oh. but people can click on it and read it if they want to but they are aware kind of like sensitive content on Instagram where it's there and people will still then start it. replying and things like that but it will be ignored so I it's not divisive so, yeah. so you yeah. can you can choose to be more kind by ignoring yeah. but the app and the dirt bike back or the ignore it or just the warnings and general tracking would be something that Facebook Instagram and phones would you give for free because it either comes in the cost of the phone and software or it comes under the the fact that they I think they're all um, platforms that advertise anyway so they don't need to make money off that hmm. and I think supporting that can be the promotion element of the marketing mix as I think whilst the product is going to regulate that to some extent I mean the reminder to people is that what you are putting out into the world isn't trivial this this is how you're being perceived by everybody else yeah hmm. my only worry is that potentially our actual ideal target audience is the kind of target audience that doesn't like sharing their relocation through their phone or anything because they're terrified the government's tracking everything that they do. So how do we reach that audience who tend mm. to be negative? Mm. And then, of course, there's all of the information that goes out on WhatsApp and hidden messages. It's like you, you may mm-hmm. have this kind of uber-positive Instagram persona, but actually where you're doing your damage is those snidey comments that you're making to, to other people. Mm-hmm. This is a tricky topic for all kinds of reasons, and I, we've touched on it a couple of times. It's like, who the hell do we think we are to even decide these things as well? So, so there may be a follow-up edition on this around actually how to get people being more kind online. Because they do. if you look at the social movements and the positivity that, that go out, people do get behind it. They'll share posts. We've just had World Mental Health Day, a lot of well-meaning um comments that have been put out there about mm-hmm. saying I'm always here if you need me and so on now maybe 
some of those are a bit easy to just kind of copy and paste and you can be a little bit cynical about it but there's a good intent behind it I'm sure I think also in that as well I, I've seen a lot in the past year or so recently on Instagram is actually people um, posting um, how you should unfollow people that you find you get negativity from mm. even if they're actually not negative people but if someone makes you feel bad about yourself in any way or frustrated or angry or ruined your day then just unfollow them and or even block them even if you have no interaction with them and it's trying to be positive trying to make your feed positive and stuff that you want to see so you're less likely to be negative my jumper smells really nice <laughs> been smelling my jumper it's really nice sorry so Ian for the past five minutes has been looking at cables on the mic stand we are going to give you an exam now about what Jenny has been saying the past five minutes have you been paying attention no you haven't have you it was only Jenny's bit (laughs) in my defence that's so rude no 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 winky Winky bears, or I'm crying, crying with laughter Um, it's just suddenly dawned on me that I've realised that I needed to sniff because my ear pops sometimes and when I sniff up then it just stops it so I did and then I realised actually my my jumper smells really nice I mean mean, it's an excellent segue that one of the things that you can do to be unkind to people is to just ignore them this is what we were saying just simply ignore it but no so so, no that's not Uh, quite the point I meant I mean I'm sure you were listening very carefully to it and I probably just didn't articulate it very well we're both right we're both wrong let's move on right okay no I think I think you're absolutely right and by the way that unfollow thing I've done that with people before when I start feeling negative towards somebody Mm -hmm. because of their online persona Mm -hmm. And I've just thought, but I do like this person, but they just they just talk a lot of shite online, so mm-hmm. I'll, it's just better not to see it. And so on. Which is why I didn't know you didn't know the rants. I covered that quite well earlier on. Well, interesting. So um, I, I actually unfollow people even if, so it sounds horrible, but if I feel a bit envious towards them, yes. they're really positive, I actually unfollow them because it makes me feel bad about myself, Aww. which isn't anything about them. It's just I need my feed to be a positive space. Mm. But in the past I probably would have just been an asshole about it <laughs> but then I've also seen ones where and I'm talking Facebook here where I've seen people post stuff that is desperately attention seeking mm-hmm. and then they get nothing back and I think yeah. oh and I, I just that. like well, <laughs> it depends well, on what when it I was is. talking about my friend who we talk, who I talk to actually, and um, quite a lot of the time, um, well, the community that I'm like I follow and stuff, generally are more people who probably have like bad mental health or don't have many friends or they don't have jobs, so they they do they basically are on social media as a full time job, um, and they tend to have really bad mental health and they tend to look not attention seeking it, but it's more they post online out how they feel or they're sad or something's gone wrong. And they expect people to come back to them in a like mm. positive way, and because of the community that is, people generally do agree with them and like sympathise with them. But for me, sometimes someone's only all their content will be incredibly negative mm-hmm. because all they want to do is get that sympathy and that kind of connection. So I rant about it with my friend. Yeah, and I'm not mean to just skewer you on this issue, but sometimes they genuinely need that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Just for the benefit yeah, of the yeah. podcast, sorry, I was pointing at Ian, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Lovely Smelling Jumper, who's sitting quietly over well, there. Inter- interestingly, actually, sorry, just to make that point as well, something that we can do. Um, if one of my friend who I do speak to, <clears throat> she we'd actually noticed there was one girl online who was obviously quite young, 
she obviously had a quite a bad relationship with her mum and she was ranting about it and we originally we were talking about it and she was like you know what i'm gonna message this girl i'm gonna just give her some advice because she was whatever happened i won't go into the just in case it's identifiable um but my friend actually messaged her and had a conversation with her and came back to me and was like she's gonna do this she's gonna do this she's be more positive and she i think she deleted the original post so actually messaging people privately and not making it a public thing can be maybe more positive than actually Mm. um yeah like commenting or just ignoring it completely but Mm. i don't know how we would make that into a product there but i think it might be just advisory yeah so what do you love about it when people put a funny and they get nothing back as in like not like really desperate like not really desperate person just like when someone posts something they just get nothing It's, it's funny I think I've posted stuff and got nothing and then deleted it because I didn't want people Same, to know I'd got that. nothing. Yeah, I've done that a lot. I'll ask people for advice or opinions. It's a, it's a bit like, go for a high five yeah. and just get nothing <laughs> back from those. <laughs> Do you know when they started doing like uh, memories and time hop and stuff like that yeah. it's, it's so cringy and it's just like yeah. why would I post that <laughs> do you know the um, some of my know, time hop ones from like the, nine years ago are really yeah. cringy the, the, what's but on your mind hop. thing I, I took that really literally and I would start posting what was on what my mind, mind? Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's you what you do like, when you first start social media and you don't understand the etiquette of that stick and shrimp <laughs> Yeah, what's on your mind? I'm feeling sad today. Jumper smells. Yeah, I was just like, I'm on a bus on my own. Just thinking, should I? (laughs) (laughs) Should I snack? Should I (laughs) snack? snack? Because one day it may be made illegal. (laughs) I don't know. Nice serve, nice serve. Okay, so we've we've covered a lot of ground here. Let's look at where we're at with our marketing mix. So the crux of the challenge is around trying to get people to be more kind online. Mindful online, maybe. Might have been Mindful. Better. I know that we, we've said kind and that was what we agreed on, but I think what we've actually Kindful. established is that it's people's Who are we to say what kind is, yeah. And mindful of themselves, rather than to be less negative, potentially, rather than actually... But then I guess that is to be more kind, but maybe to being kind is too much of a broad statement or not broad enough. It is a broad statement. I think it's a really important statement mm-hmm. because if we if we go into any situation with a default, I'm going to be kind here as well, mm-hmm. that's not just your social interactions. That could mean kind to the planet or kind mm-hmm. to yourself or yeah, kind yeah. to your body or kind to a loved one. It's it's not a bad way to live. I think it's, I mean, it's pretty much at the heart of most religions. It's true, absolutely. Um, so, so we're making a religion then. <laughs> so, so this is the cult of kindness. So, oh, I like that. So, hmm. Anyway. Okay. I mean, it's just sort of like anything that could be improved, little incremental things. I mean, you could, you could put a jumper on and it'll keep you warm, but if it smells nice, it might give you extra joy. Yeah, yeah. and that's the moral of this story. And keep it going through a boring little section of a podcast. <laughs> I haven't been bored. I've just, I, I just suddenly realised about that. My, my jumper. <laughs> I don't know why we let me facilitate discussions sometimes. <laughs> I, I am our worst enemy for taking us down a bit of a one-way street there as well. Okay, place and distribution. Um, we need a... If we're starting a cult, we need a ranch. I'll start stockpiling <laughs> weapons. Excellent. <laughs> the so, cult of kindness would not have weapons. No. We, right, okay. we would have, I don't know... Like we not need to prepare for the end of the world. And... Symbol, nice. if you have weapons to put flowers and daisies on the end of symbolistic there we go yeah so when you fire your weapon just a flag pops out going mm. pop winky yeah. Yeah. isn't there a Simpsons episode where um, Homer puts a flower on the end of the gun and gets it shot into his head and they have to go to hospital because he has a flower embedded in his head <laughs> probably probably and does he end up being more kind he ends up with brain damage I think <laughs> I'm not 
I saw what happened. There are episodes of The Simpsons. I think I think that Homer has brain damage in every other episode, <laughs> and usually it seems to make him better, and he's like kinder and and. It is, yeah. Maybe we need to look that up. Okay. Anyway, so, so, so we shoot this product into people's minds through. Well, this is a thing pickles. we haven't explored is this whole, I know we're, like, we're trying to wrap up, but um, we talked about having an inbuilt app into your phones or it can be an app that you can download to track and that's kind of what we're doing. Whether or not that means it tells you when you're being a bit negative or it, or it tracks it all or whatever it does, but it's something that helps you, I don't know, be more positive. Um, but if we thought about the whole chipping system that they want to do with people where you actually can implant a chip into your brain so you can use like augmented reality and stuff in your eyes has no one else seen this the technology of no was it on the simpsons no this was real i think (laughs) but you can where you chip someone i said this is like a really extreme version but it makes you just give people electric shocks when they're being mean (laughs) because we did talk about incentivizing didn't we as well you don't get shocked that's the incentive if you're nice (laughs) i think that you being kind should be rewarding in itself Maybe the the reward is you go to heaven. (laughs) We do keep coming back to this kind of cult religion thing because that's where it comes from. I mean, some people say that the whole idea of religion was because we're based on human beings who strong people could just get and take whatever they wanted. Mm. So then the threat of damnation was there if if you didn't. Isn't that how how religion operated in the medieval times? People were just terrified to do anything wrong, so they ended up just being really good. Yeah, maybe um, we need to bring back religion. I mean, it hasn't gone away for everybody. <laughs> I should probably point that out. You a know? cult of religion does, across Does anybody media. watch The Good Place? Spoiler alert. No, actually, no. but so, I've read a lot of um, essays about it for some reason. That is such an academic. Oh, I don't watch the TV, the, no. the comedy. I just read I academic just papers about it. It's about the ethics argument it's people who study philosophy and ethics mm. are intrigued by the show because there's characters that represent that well i know that the main male character yeah chidi is an ethics, ethics professor ethics. Isn't yeah, it? Yeah. And, and they're going through i think we're on season four now and they are going through um basically trying to save everybody on the planet from damnation that's yeah. not much of a spoiler no. they well it kind of is but they're <laughs> not a big spoiler but yeah but it is about a point system is what mm. they have. Mm-hmm. It's like if you do, if you kill somebody, you lose a million points. If you every little good thing that yeah, you do, brilliant. and so on, like there as well. The the problem that they have is the point system is rigged so that nobody ever goes to heaven. Is what they're trying. That is a spoiler. Yeah, that's a spoiler. But I think that the good place, that point system potentially, and like not putting chips in people. I was like being a bit extreme there. But with the distribution and an inbuilt app and the way that it works, is to have a point system where you could get incentives potentially. Of you have badges, you know, like on Facebook groups, you get a badge when you comment. Loads. You're a good person. Yeah, yeah, this is a good person, or this is a positive person to speak to. So you get stickers. Stickers, cult stickers reward. Wow. Yeah. yeah it's a like a different ranking system, which is a yeah. great it's already implemented. I mean, this is Black Mirror. You, uh, you get a new type of emoji whenever you're nice to people. Well, you do, but you don't get a, a sticker when you're being bad, is what I'm. So they the should thing, be branded. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that with the Facebook groups, it's something that actually um, I'm a part of some Facebook groups, and they have those little stickers um, that people have when they're re- they're like you're the media, you're a media person, so you post lots of pictures or. Um, you post a lot of posts that are inter- interacted with a lot and there's, there's different tiers of it 
Mm. And I, I honestly like comment. I started commenting on loads of things because I really wanted one of these stickers because I wanted to contribute to the community because I wanted to be a part of the community because it's a really fun one of the groups, especially is an amazing community of people. And there's only about like two thousand people in the group, but like I just can't get a badge. I don't know why. Like I, I'm just not doing enough. But it makes not me being want kind enough. maybe. But this is what I'm saying about like you don't get a badge, and that's almost incentive enough that that person hasn't done enough to get a badge which is maybe it, take, it takes you stickers and your emojis off you if you're unkind to like so if you're yeah. really unkind the only one that you can use is the first palm one so like everything you post has got to go why did I do that <laughs> <laughs> I like first palm emoji it's one of my favourites I just think this is so fascinating a debate and I don't know anybody listening to this is going to make of this we've, we've taken this idea of human kindness and gamified it in an online way it's perfect and so life doesn't do that anywhere but mindfulness which is really apps, sad there's, there's apps everywhere that gamify everything gamify I used to have a to-do list which was a RPG version of a to-do list so every time you did a to-do list you got points and your character leveled up and you could buy items to fight things and then you could do group tasks where it was like a group battle against the boss which was your task your group task wow. so it's like gamifying your to-do list literally gamifying it but then there's the elements of mindfulness where you or exercise apps like seven minutes a day ones they all make it as you unlock things as you do it and it becomes a game to unlock these stickers and these badges i i mean it works for a reason doesn't it Mm -hmm. it's just if only life were that simple so what we're talking about is using the online platform that actually designer behavior god yeah this is actually how a dictatorship would work successfully as well is it ethical to incentivise kindness or is that a type of censorship there well this is part of the debate from the good place is should you get to heaven or because you've done good things if you the only reason you were doing it was to get, get to, to heaven, heaven. Yeah. yeah I mean I think you should to be honest I, I think there's some ethical thing of it but if you're being kind anywhere yeah. then you're being kind you're well, not that, being negative it's a, I had a piece on the radio a few weeks ago and was asked the question about should we support companies who do corporate social responsibility things just because it's part of marketing and I said yes we should because mm-hmm. I don't care why they're doing it they're mm-hmm. doing it so therefore it's helped people that's, yeah. that's surely a good thing mm-hmm. okay and in terms of promotion for this and pricing I'm, I'm I guess it needs to be free. Well, we've said people free. wouldn't pay to be kind. No, I think it's inbuilt, and it becomes something that the, the social responsibility that Facebook should be taking on at this point, because of how large they are and how much influence and impact they actually have on the world, based on like actually making elections swear one way or another. That that's part of I think what they should be implementing is trying to get people to be more mindful online and stuff, which they're trying to do with the mindfulness of cutting people's time down and stuff and getting rid of reactions on person stuff um, but I think that it should be free um, and um, it should just be implemented into phones or into social media which means in theory it doesn't need promotion or promotion could be through influencers or just news mm. so we've recognised this is quite a controversial topic I mean, we have in the spirit of the marketing brainstorm been put ourselves on the spot with this as a topic we've gone through moral philosophy as well as technology and um, so I think this is something that would run and run and run and I'd be interested to see kind of other ideas that people have got maybe something that we pick up and explore again at a later date but in the spirit of, of kindness remember fine. to leave us a five star review
Thank you for listening to The Marketing Brainstorm. Your presenters have been John Gilbert and Jenny Harrison from the award-winning social marketing agency Eskimo Soup, along with Ian Thompson from the immensely talented Storyboard Media. Our editor is Mary Close, and this is a Socially Good Media production. Please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. We really appreciate it.